Hello, my name is Rosanna Molunio and welcome to the Rosanna Mod Podcast. Want to modify your life? That is corny, but I'm going to keep it in there. This variety show brainstorms solutions for everyday challenges, unlocks your secret potential, think outside the box with creative ideas that improve your business and your life. Get inspired with special guests, get motivated with how-to projects for the whole family, and learn that life is too short for anything less than being happy. Laugh with me or at me, it doesn't matter, somebody's going to laugh. Welcome to the Rosanna Mod Variety Pod. This is your vessel and host, Rosana Molunio. We are at episode 162. Thank you. All right, good to see you all here. Good morning. This is my morning voice, obviously. It's a little bit lower in the morning, so that's why I like to record in the morning, because I think it sounds better. I don't know what you think. Let me know. Nobody's really said anything. Oh, you have a different voice in, in the afternoon than you do in the morning. You sound like a different person. Well, you know, like Pazuzu in The Exorcist or something. I don't know. But anyway, um, if I get angry in the morning, you don't want to hear me really pissed off in the morning. It doesn't sound good. But anyway, uh, today for Wednesday Works, I have something that was very interesting. I found a an interesting article. And I'm going to give them credit for this because this is where I'm pulling out of. I might include their link uh, below the show notes. I did not write this. It is on military.com and the title is Elon Musk's Six Rules of Productivity Show a Divide Between Military and Civilian Workplaces. Now, I don't know. I've always wondered about that. You know how in military, uh, in the military, they have, or for for those of you that don't know, the military, they have the chain of command. Now, the chain of command is basically, I like to look at it as a ladder. So you start, if you have to talk to somebody, you know, you start with somebody who's at the lower rung and you move your way up until you get to the highest. Like if you don't get an answer from the, uh, let's say, your team leader, you will move your way up to the supervisor. Then you'll move your way up to the assistant manager and then the manager. And then if that doesn't work, then you might want to go up to, I don't know, even higher than the manager in your company if you're trying to voice something or whatever it is that you want to talk about. Elon Musk doesn't feel that way. He says communication should travel via the shortest path necessary to get the job done, not through the chain of command. Any manager who attempts to enforce chain of command communication will soon find themselves working elsewhere. Think about that. If I wanted to voice an opinion or if I wanted to talk about an issue or a conflict at work, I never really go through the bottom guy and then move all the way up. I usually just walk right into the manager's office. I've never had a problem doing that. They've always had open door policies. Well, most, I should say, places that I've worked have open door policies so that you can walk in and talk to them. You don't have to waste your time with your... And it is a waste of time because it's like that story uh, that you tell one person and then by the time it gets to the last person, the story that you had initially isn't the same one you told. You know what I mean? And there's my alarm to give Coco her drops. Excuse me. So let me read what it is that he has, but I'm not going to read verbatim. I'm just going to touch on a few things here. There's six, because I didn't have to write them down. I just figured it's better just to read it right off the webpage itself. 
So number one is no large meetings. Uh, sometimes the military requires an all-hands meeting or some other kind of all-call. Unlike many large companies, military units deal with life or death situations, which is actually a good reason to have a large meeting. If it's not that serious, Musk says, don't have it. And that makes sense to me. It does make sense to me. I've always thought that those really large meetings that, you know, the big wigs always go to is just a justification for their salaries. It's a way to make it look like we deserve, you know, 90000 a year for, for sitting here and just talking about things that are not really that important that could have easily been sent out on email, you know, or small little short staff meetings that you don't need this whole conglomerate of people from different departments getting together over, you know, a, a, a conference uh, call. You know, sometimes they do that, especially, you know, here. Yeah, they do do that. And I've always wondered about that. Why are they going to so many meetings? But that's me. I'm just saying. But I totally agree with the no large meetings. It makes no sense. Have little tiny ones. You don't even have to have tiny ones. You could just email each other. If you need to talk, then get on the phone. You know, I don't know. It just makes no sense to me. And then over here, he puts uh, excessive meetings are the blight of big companies and almost always get worse over time. Please get rid of all large meetings unless you're on, unless you're certain they are providing value to the whole audience. And yes, they can say that they are providing value to the whole audience. Of course, they're going to say that because they need to justify the salary. What it comes down to, they're overpaid. All right, number two, no long meetings. So no large meetings, but no large, no long meetings is different. In the large meetings, I did want to include the conference calls because that includes a large meeting. You might have 10 people and you think it's a short, a small meeting, but it's not because you are now inviting others to join, including Zoom, by the way. This is before Zoom, I believe. The military also has well-intended short meetings. So if Musk learned what a stand-up meeting is, he'd probably implement the practice of not being able to sit down all over his companies. In the case of large meetings with an important message, he believes they should be very short and they definitely shouldn't be regular. He adds, also get rid of frequent meetings unless you are dealing with an extremely urgent matter. Meeting frequency should drop rapidly once the urgent matter is resolved. Again, something that happens all the time. I see it all the time. Number three, don't be afraid to leave. The idea of leaving a meeting called by a superior officer or a non-commissioned officer is anathema to everything that we know about the military. Try leaving when your squadron commander is speaking to the unit and tell me how that goes. But Musk is just fine with it, especially if the remainder of that meeting doesn't pertain to you. Again, something that happens all the time here. If you're going to incorporate that into a regular uh, corporation or a company, of course it happens all the time because they talk about different topics. It's not all just one topic. And then sometimes they go off topic. You know, somebody will bring up a question. Somebody will say, oh, what about this? And it'll have nothing to do with what the primary meeting was, uh, you know, implemented. And then 
you find you're sitting there wasting your time because you're not understanding what they're talking about, especially if they're talking about IT or, you know, things relating to software, and then you are just wasting your time. And you're wasting your time, you're wasting company time, if you think about it that way. You just say, excuse me, this doesn't pertain to me, and you leave. I've always wanted to do that in the middle of meetings. I never have done it, but now that I think about it, I probably will. <laughs> what about that? You're fired. Well, I read it. I don't care where you read it. Uh, and then over here, he says, quote, walk out of a meeting or drop off a call as soon as it is obvious you are not adding value. It is not rude to leave. It is rude to make someone stay and waste their time. Thank you very much, Elon. Have I told you lately that I love you for saying that? Because my time is wasted all the time. Definitely. And this is something that anybody can agree to. And I'm sure that they do, although they wouldn't voice it like I do. I'm voicing it for them. So yes, that happens all the time. Number four, don't use acronyms. Oh my God, is this not perfect? This is not, I've said this so many times, where I work, acronyms everywhere. You know, we're not working for the CIA. Just tell me, you know what that means. You know, it's ridiculous. Acronyms in the military are not just part of a longstanding cultural tradition. They really do help ease communication. Would you rather say heavy equipment recovery, combat utility, lift and evacuation system or Hercules? My guess is Musk might give the military a pass, but not Tesla. For his company, he believes buzzwords and acronyms are a hindrance. Don't use acronyms or nonsense words for objects, software, or processes at Tesla. In general, anything that requires an explanation inhibits communication. We don't want people to have to memorize a glossary just to function at Tesla. Thank you. Does it have any openings? I'm just curious. Number five, communication is not subject to a chain of command. Unlike some companies, part of the U.S. military's functionality depends on handling situations at the lowest level of the chain of command. So the general doesn't have to sweat battlefield tactics or get tempted to override field officers closer to the action. It works for the military, but Musk doesn't believe it works for Tesla. To him, communicating through a chain of command is just one giant game of telephone. And it is. Is it not? Communication should travel via the shortest path necessary to get the job done, not through the chain of command. Any manager who attempts to enforce chain of command communication will soon find themselves working elsewhere. Of course, he's talking about Tesla, but I think that that is very true. Because, like I said before, not only does the message get lost somewhere in between, but you're wasting everybody's time. Because if you're going to go to the first guy, he can't give you an answer. He says, well, let me check with the supervisor. And the supervisor, well, I can't make that decision. Let me check with the assistant manager. Well, I can't make that decision. I have to run it through management. Well, and the management make that decision. Well, I can't make that decision. I have to go through, you know, uh, the owner. Right? All that wasted time, all that wasted time. Meanwhile, the, the employee who's asking for help doesn't have an answer, feels he's being ignored, uh, motivation drops, 
uh, he doesn't think they care about him. He doesn't think he's, you know, being listened to or heard. There's a, a breaking point in the team spirit, which if you have one employee who feels that way, he infects the rest of the group because he's going to tell the rest of the group, look at this happened. I can't believe I'm still waiting on this crap. You know, how long has it been? It's been over a year and a half. It's going on two years. You know, I'm starting and I still don't have an answer. It's like, why bother? You know what I mean? So the motivation dies, you know, it infects the rest of the group because he's sharing his information with the rest. They start to look at uh, everybody as useless. I mean, supervisors, seniors, uh, management, assistant management. It's like they're not really, uh, they're not really working, you know, together. There's a lost communication there, and communication is key to anything, to any relationship, not just work relationship. Number six is use common sense. But any veteran will tell you that common sense isn't common. And the phrase Charlie Foxtrot exists for a reason. If following a company rule is obviously ridiculous in a particular situation, such that it would make for a great Dilbert cartoon, then the rule should change. So this is for, you know, obviously, not just for military, but also for any kind of corporation. Is there common sense? Sometimes there's not. Like even just the rules, certain rules that you have don't make any common sense. Like what attire you wear and how not using common sense in things does ruin the morale of the company. Period. Ended. Like my dad always says. That's it. All right. So I hope you enjoyed this. Um, I will have a link to the article at military.com and it will be below. It is on uh, veteran jobs. It's relating to veteran jobs, but it's also works for corporations. And I believe it does. And this is an excellent uh, way to look at it. I love Elon Musk. I think he's ahead of his time, obviously. So let me know what you think and look at the show notes and check me out on Buy Me a Coffee if you want to buy me a coffee buy me a coffee. I don't know where that came from. Again, anyway, on that note, in with the outro. Thank you for stopping in. I always appreciate your time and I hope you gained something positive from today's episode. If you did, then share it and please show your love in the links below. You will be helping me help you. If you want to contact me, I know you'll find a way because my avatar audience is a genius like the host. So talk to you soon. God bless you. And what do we say? Ciao.